I'm Scott. I'm Russell. I'm Leo. This is Spitball. Welcome to Spitball, the Pitchin' Kitchen, where three lovable scamps, and usually a plus one as well, empty their heads of startup and tech product ideas that we have stuck up in here so you can all have them for free. Anything that we say is yours to keep. And today we have a guest. Yep. This week's guest, this is my partner in Creative Chaos, and please welcome my creatively insightful and endlessly supportive wife, CJ. Yay. Welcome. Happy to be here. Welcome. All right, Russell. What do you got? So um, recently, I've been getting into Zoom transcriptions. So I've been downloading Zooms, transcribing them, and I get to read how terrible I sound on Zoom. Sorry, it's not that I sound terrible. It's that when I read the transcript, I I cannot believe anybody would listen to me. I don't know how anybody... So let's start a podcast. <laughs> I guess I guess a podcast, my flow is just right for it. But in a professional <laughs> setting, I cannot believe how many ellipses like Zoom had to just transcribe for me. All that to say is there needs to be a solution. And I've come up with one uh, to solve my problem. It's called Don't to Sound Stupid. <laughs> okay. Is this a tattoo that you get or something? <laughs> Don't. Don't yeah, do it. Uh, so basically as you're talking in real time it will notify you when you use um like oh sound stupid uh however you set the app to make you sound as smart or dumb (laughs) as you want i guess stupid sorry i don't know if that's even politically correct but like just making sure that you're (laughs) (laughs) sorry not dumb stupid (laughs) to be clear stupid (laughs) I have a cousin who's dumb, so I can say it. Notification. I got a, a stupid alert on my <laughs> But that that's that's it. Like uh it's just telling you and that way you can self-correct in real time. You're like, oh, I'm saying my light is flickering like crazy. And this kind of goes back to, you know, a previous episode. Maybe we have a little notification light that appears, um, <clears throat> Scotty B, uh with that appears every time I sound stupid, <laughs> right? Uh I, I <laughs> This is awesome. I have so many thoughts on this. Me too. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Starting with just the app there. Like if you have a meter that you're asking or a slide bar for how smart or stupid you're going to be, what happens if you put it all the way in stupid? Does it like shock you every time that you say a word over two syllables or something? See, that's the monetization model, Scott. If you really can't solve your problems. <laughs> the DLC. You just start shocking yourself in the middle of the calls. <laughs> oh, you could have a nervous breakdown. So so you can set it to sound dumb or stupid. Are you saying that <laughs> you're being notified every time you could sound smart, so it's a reward system, and wow. or you're notified every time you sound stupid <laughs> as like, hey. You know, I didn't don't. think about positive reinforcement in this. I only thought Negative. of you just know, the stick, zaps. no the carrot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, losing money every time I sound stupid. Whoa. I don't know, just any <laughs> I I hope that's never a thing. Because <laughs> I would every time you money. say um, it donates five dollars to Goodwill or something. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> so what are you imagining? This software only on an existing phone, or is this a hardware product? I'm picturing a bracelet that zaps you like a shock collar. You know, dude, that would work. Like you know, have my Apple Watch just vibrate every time I'm yeah. sound like an idiot. Amazon Alexa <laughs> had a thing where 
you'd wear their fitness tracker. I think it's gone now. Was it the Halo? And you would wear it all day, and then it would tell you, like, you were really upset today. <laughs> you were very angry sounding. Your tone wasn't very good in that meeting or whatever. It would have, like, all day recording locally, and it would tell you sentiment analysis. So this is not unprecedented. Whoa. And they didn't sell at all, so maybe you could buy all the hardware and <laughs> reflash it from them. Man, Amazon seems to have warehouses of failed <laughs> hardware that they just can't there get rid go. of, huh? It's <laughs> Right. I think it was called the Halo, and yeah, it was a somewhat similar idea, but I don't think it was real time. You could have it's like a mood ring that knows. Yeah, the hardware could be really easy for this too. Microphone, Just a simple bracelet that vibrates, Bluetooth to your phone. I think you should you should just create an app that has like. Google, Alexa, Apple integration. So like it simply pings them. Oh, to it your smartwatch. Every time they mm-hmm. say, um, like, uh, yeah. So whatever device sure. you already have, it's just an integration. The microphone's got to be on all the time. Dude, even if it like. Unless you want to make hardware. hardware. I, I'm pro software because then it's like. <laughs> pro hardware. Uh, super simple. It's like a Zoom add-on. Oh, like I just click sure. a button that says, all right, I download this app and it's called Don't Sound Stupid. Oh. And just lights up the box yeah. around you red or something every time you say um or whatever. I have been in Zoom and Google Meet meetings where there's another participant that's just a robot, like a third party transcription service that the person has paid a subscription for. So it's not unprecedented to have some sort of, you know, feedback bot that's also listening to what you're doing. I wonder, I don't know how much the lag time is on a call <laughs> that it would you'd be able to notice this or not, but could you slow your own self, your feed into the universe down by half a second and then have it automatically take out the ums live? <laughs> Scott. That's yes. Oh my God. That's what I was, yes. It's like the, Can we the just... broadcast television bleep mm-hmm. button with 20 seconds off or whatever. But it's so we'd you. have to do it you so You have 12 quick. allotted ums in three seconds that will divvy out. 0.25 will fast Guys. forward you. Live streamers would love this. They would never be canceled, right? If they Whoa. say a bad word or they say something stupid, like not more than stupid, just bad. <laughs> just like, don't fail at life. Uh, maybe we sell that. And anytime that's like, okay, you said something that's controversial, we just erase it. I don't know. <laughs> but it never go- goes out into the ether. So this this idea is replacing like (laughs) it's self-censorship your own brain (laughs) hey it's just foresight (laughs) it's like spell check but for life uh (laughs) in real time whoa i mean if we're all it could be on zoom calls for the rest of our lives there you are right (laughs) we don't have to see each other in person ever again we'll just spell check our lives what is reality scott i need a pun for this all right, I think we need this installed right away. <laughs> I need this now, please, somebody. Like, this is why we make this podcast. <laughs> I don't know, Russell. I still think if we did some form of hardware that would shock someone every time they said the word um around them, I would, and I knew that a person was wearing that bracelet, oh, gosh, I would just go right up so... next to them and go um, um, um all day long. That's what I was picturing. It's like real time transcribing you and every time you actually say the word is when it gives Voice you the, the buzz. Ah. Even just a little vibrate or something. Yeah, totally. It doesn't have to be pain. It can just be a little like mm-hmm. hum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A hum. They have a device specifically for people with trichotillomania, which is where they pull their hair out that like you program 
the the action or whatever you're doing to recognize when you're about to do something because it can be so mindless and it just vibrates. All it does oh. is interrupt your thought patterns. So, I mean, if that can aid or cure that, like I like I think that that would work well for making people less stupid. <laughs> stupid sounding. <laughs> hey, are you stupid? Do you want to stop? <laughs> Don't be stupid. <laughs> what a great ad, though. It writes itself. The end. Give us money. I don't know. I think this is brilliant, though. This is a great idea. Oh, I have a quick. I have a quick story. I just had to chime in about the cringiness of hearing your own voice. So, at a previous job, I did a ton of user interviews and often transcribed. So, I was looking through what I was saying, I had to re-listen to it. Somehow, by the grace of God, I downloaded it to my iTunes library. And there was a, there was one point I was driving my car and had my phone on shuffle. <laughs> and Ooh. I just had audio of myself like <laughs> stumbling through this user interview. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? And it was just the most unhinged moment of my that sounds awful. driving career. That's awesome. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> it was not awesome. It's like you know, customer service voice too. So I'm like, oh my God, you sound dumb, but you have your like professional woman voice on. It was just not good. How does don't sound stupid like <laughs> dominate the world? <laughs> How does it become the number one app on the app store? <laughs> well, you got to make it cool. As you were talking, I was thinking like, is there going to be a stigma around people who are wearing the bracelet? Like, oh, are you really you're enhancing yourself you have to buzz every time you say um sort of thing so like how do you make it like the limitless pill but hardware where people are like jealous of it and want it you know oh well don't don't make new hardware for it just embed it into whatever you're wearing if they're worried about that just have it like as a part of apple watch or fitbit or toe whatever. ring no <laughs> yeah i mean apple watch yes Dude, it works great on a watch app, right? Just put it on your watch. Just instant. Sure. The Apple Watch has enough hardware oomph to make that happen now. I don't know about battery, but yeah, it could probably exist today. (laughs) Only good for four ohms. (laughs) The less stupid you sound, the longer battery life. Maybe that's what Apple wants. There's your carrot. That's the negative feedback. What's the positive? (laughs) We got you. You get an award. You get a scholarship. If you don't sound stupid, <laughs> I've got diploma. it. <laughs> I've got it. You've got your your challenges with other people. You make it social. You've got like your leaderboards, and you oh, you have your friends it. who are all competing to have. I said the word like three exactly. times today. Beat or ice. Oh, that's brilliant. I had a run on sentence that went on for 58 words, so I lost 10 points. <laughs> I don't think people are into the whole like digital online competition no. scene anymore though someone would pass so i thought all you apple watch people are like this person just worked out it's a celebration together it's not like a competition close my rings close my rings that's like something you you just like opt into it's not i don't know maybe some people do use it to compete but it's like do you want to have notifications from this person it's like yes of course well then you can just gamify it for yourself like have your own leaderboard you try to one-up your like count Less than last week or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe. For those that are competitive. Yeah, yeah, definitely would want some analytics. Gamify it is a great idea. How do I make money on this? <laughs> How do I make money on this idea? <laughs> That's uh, next week. Isn't that week's part of your pitch? <laughs> hey, somebody make this. Somebody you make this it. app and then figure out how to make money with it, all right? This, 
This is why we do this podcast. You just have to sell it. What do you? I don't understand. You charge two ninety nine a month or whatever. What? What do you? Oh, for a dollar? That's too much money. I can't. That's. I can't. I can't pay two dollars a month to sound smart. To sound smart in your meeting and get that promotion, it pays for itself. Wow, you know. Asterisk, asterisk, not guaranteed. I guess it doesn't solve the <laughs> fact that you may be stupid. It just will make you sound less stupid. Maybe that's what's next. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, it can give you a summary like, hey, I noticed you used the word great 12 times today. Maybe try a longer word like excellent or fantastic. You know, it, it can like hint at the end of the day through your transcript, feed it through GPT-4. What are five tips you might have for me improving my vocabulary and rewording stuff Ooh, and organizing my thoughts? Based on all of this data. I say awesome and cool so much. Like, <laughs> Or we just straight up do what everyone's accusing all the other cell phone and Facebook social media companies. Just actually <laughs> listen to what they're saying and then shoot them ads depending on it. Oh, God. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I noticed your cousin was talking about the Denver Broncos. Here's some shoes. Yeah. Oh, God. That's the world domination model, Scotty. That is that is world domination <laughs> model. Everything you say will be sent to third parties and we will make so much money. That's awful. It's free. It's oh, so God. bad. It's so dystopian. Are you guys familiar with Grammarly? Sure. Mm-hmm. The like spell check plugin? Yeah. What if it was just a similar like embedded interface across your zoom calls your google chat your teams whatever that was like that was the way you went about it versus mobile because i think the the setting most people would be in would probably be a zoom call where they want to sound not stupid yes if you wanted to pivot out of the native space solves the whole battery thing and mobile processing thing and stuff you just have it be an add-on in your call Mm -hmm. that makes sense Mm -hmm. or browser extension or something oh Got a lot of options here, Russell. Well, what idea. if you could make other like, uh, you know, you could, <laughs> you could quantify other people in your meetings sounding stupider than you. <laughs> oh, Show no, the metrics to your boss the- at the end of the year. <laughs> Leaderboard. Hey, so my that's performance. That's the Russell review. twist I wanted. <laughs> that is the Russell twist I was waiting. So for. your business buys this and makes it <laughs> mandatory in all of your calls, and then turns the employees against each other. Whoa. So initially, it was like. It was guilting yourself, and now it's shaming your coworkers. <laughs> yeah. And I love that. <laughs> As an employee, I would quit immediately. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, what do you got? All right, this is this isn't really an idea. This is just a half baked thought that I am very excited about, but I don't know what to do with this information. So we had a EMC conference in our hometown. Um, people from all over the world are coming in to learn about EMC and electronics. And during this conference in a seminar, some people from Boeing said, Hey, you know, all your like home, uh, IOT devices, anything that uses a microphone, like your Google home or your Alexas or whatnot, uh, all of them can hear at a much higher frequency than humans can. Like they go up to a, the full spectrum of sound going through, not just what humans can hear. And they just for fun threw an Alexa and a couple of Google homes and some chambers and figured out that like the optimal frequency for these is six gigahertz, which is just crazy high. (laughs) It's well beyond what humans can say or hear. So you could create some sort of device that could emit a sound at a frequency that all IoT devices could hear, but no other human could. 
in my first immediate thought is just messing with someone like I could go into their house <laughs> and then just constantly be playing noises on my phone to be like Alexa, purchase blah 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 confirm order and then just do that again <laughs> and again and again but I feel like there's got to be a better use besides just pranking my friend here TV remotes are called clickers because for a long time not a long time some early models you'd press the button and it would make a really loud ultrasonic click and that was how the TV knew that you pressed a button. It was a clicker. Click, 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 Oh, click. just the different frequencies going through? Yeah. This one's power. This one's volume, whatever. It was sending. I think they like struck a rod in the, the remote itself. Oh, wow. So Whoa. could you use this as control of some kind? Is there a time where, like the, the ringtone that only teenagers can hear, is there a time <laughs> where you want to make a sound that only machines can hear? I forgot about that one. Yeah. But it can still f- understand full human words at that frequency. Oh. Full commands. I just got to project it at oh. six gigahertz. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You still have the frequency variations mm-hmm. of... Uh, a sentence structure yep. it's just so high okay so you could construct the sentence lexa please turn on the lights mm-hmm. or whatever hmm. exactly and we could do that right now just play it at that frequency and you have a valid command to any Alexa or google home in the world right now seems like a good way to do a burglary you'd say please unlock the front door <laughs> And you play it really loud out the window. Just blast it outside their door. <laughs> All of a sudden, you've walked up, you've pressed a button, you have a giant loudspeaker playing sound that they can't hear, and then the door's all unlocked. So this is the world domination version of this idea. <laughs> Usually they make like voice recognition be required there. Can you do it yeah, at all? Maybe. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, then you just use an AI, get that person's voice, get them to say four sentences and play it back at that. Uh, you play it over the tornado sirens in your area so that you can unlock <laughs> oh. all of the neighborhood doors at once or start the car or whatever. <laughs> Subscribe to this podcast. We're currently yeah. blasting that in the background right now at six gigahertz. And you all just subscribe. So thank you all. That's what we got to do, Scott. We just got to drive down the street with our six. <laughs> so subscribe to the Spitball Podcast. Which, by the way, you guys should do that right now as you're listening. <laughs> so our target market is Spanish. other podcasts that we're selling this to that they can play in their background. <laughs> right. I was just going to say the real core of your question is if you had the ability to make somebody else's smart speaker do something, what would you want it to do? Okay. You could, I think, make any device smart now. Maybe. by cr- Like you create a har- piece of hardware and now... It can talk to the Alexa through the house because it's firing on six gigahertz. But then it's like, what's the difference between that and Wi-Fi, right? But maybe it maybe it's stuff that doesn't make sense to put on Wi-Fi. So you just make it smart through Alexa. Does that make sense? Like, all right, let's turn off. I, I don't know. Turn on the washing machine, right? Or something. And <laughs> I really right. like the idea of blasting it in huge speakers outside in the neighborhood, trying to unlock every door in the street to set off something in, in the street. This is so chaotic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to make a sound and it's as if you have the ability to speak anything into someone's smart speaker. If you could sell this to musicians and make the command be set volume to zero and play my album. And then you get 0.7 cents from Spotify. That's brilliant. Have a very specific (laughs) album name or song name. Yeah. 
and then just blast it in the neighborhood, set volume to zero, play this on repeat. We'll call this the unethical episode, but right. I love it. Well, I mean, that's the best thing that you can do here, right? Like you can do some pretty sketch stuff. It's only and shady it- stuff that you can do with this. <laughs> <laughs> you pay for a local commercial and you have your six gigahertz tone and it broadcasts in everybody's house and you have it set volume to zero do something set volume zero set volume to zero and play my album I, that's the only thing i could think of subscribe to my podcast i'm not maliciously brained enough i guess i can't think of other good uses for triggering someone else's it was like when i i used to pick someone up from your business that you guys used to run and i would sit outside and chromecast rick astley <laughs> how can i remotely do something like that i suppose you could just rickroll everybody you could just rickroll everybody <laughs> There you go. Easy. We found Done. it. The Rickroll oh app, it rickrolls everyone within like a, we'll calculate the distance <laughs> that a phone could spit out on that. Any smart speaker in the area just starts playing. It's the button. And then you sell that app for $1.99. Hardware version, it's just a bracelet Done. that's always emitting that command forever. And wherever you go, you just <laughs> cause chaos of Rickrolls around you. It's like WWE wrestling walk-in music. You set what song you want it to be, and it's constantly emitting that tone. And every room you walk into, you get your theme song, like you're stepping up to bat. I'd buy that. <laughs> Dude, This uh, maybe that's the play, too. What if you just gave people, like musicians gave like little Hallmark cards, okay? And they have to bring it to your Alexa, and you open it, and then it'll play the music something like that or scott i think you did this uh you you throw like a cricket uh microphone so oh, like you, yeah you basically, the little annoyatrons that you hide somewhere okay this is there the hol- holiday cards all right you know when you open them they play music instead mm-hmm. it plays a six gigahertz sound tone and it just will <laughs> randomly play some crazy song <laughs> that you pick through the holiday <laughs> card boom Cotton Eye Joe forever. Cotton Eye Joe. Cotton Eye Joe. You know, you, you get grandma, you know, grandma, open your card. Happy happy birthday. She opens the All the smart speakers in the area light up. Here's the thing. That's this the is best. really easy to do. That's too, that's scary. One viral post. How are you going to market this? I, I think selling holiday cards would be dope. They just play, they play songs and you don't even know how it knows. Like it just, that is magic. Okay, little kids, Yeah, you send them a card and they open it in front of the Alexa and all of a sudden it's playing a song. You, the prankster, bought the card to prank someone and the prank is Alexa is playing a song really loud. But then you would have to explain, oh no, this was a prank I did for you and this is how it works. And they're just going to be like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Why are we listening to Cat Night Joe? And you'd be like, get it? And they'll be like, No. <laughs> Keep it the prankster. You're not in the room. You send this card to someone. This card is forever on repeat sending out this command. Like once, like your Annoyatron. Once every 10 minutes, it says play Cotton Eye Joe. And no matter what these people do, <laughs> as long as that card remains in the house, which no one would suspect, you're going to get Cotton Eye Joe every 10 minutes. That is so cruel. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is cruel. And they would never think it's the card. They would never. <laughs> This is one of those things that'll go viral, work for a week, and then they do fixes for it. But how is it going to go viral? It's going to be so hard to explain. <laughs> you don't have to explain it. It's just this magic little coin cell 
thing, this little speaker, will make you <laughs> make your Google no. Home play Cotton Eye Joe. I stand by that. That's going to be so hard. It's just like a magic card. You say, this is a magical card. You don't have to know how it works. It's (laughs) just you put it next to your Alexa and it starts to play a song. And the prank is it plays music. I don't know, Oh, it doesn't have to play music. There's a lot of like, what, sound bites or something. You can play anything on the Alexa app, right? You're right. Turn off your lights. Oh, my God. It'll just be like a poltergeist card. It just you forever think your house is haunted. If this is in there, it's just a fire alarm. (laughs) (laughs) Nest, test my alarm. Just constantly. All right. Well, uh, this got really cruel really quick. Anybody listening, you know, think of a better idea. Pivot to Halloween decoration. You bring this thing home and it's haunted. Ooh. Oh, disguise it as a Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Is this illegal? Is the Annoyatron legal? I don't know. I think it's fine. It's a speaker and a button cell battery. You Are got crickets it. illegal? So true, Russell. <laughs> I'm always saying that. <laughs> All right, Leo. What you got? All right. So one of my pastimes is editing a wonderful collaborative resource called OpenStreetMap. I don't know if you guys know what OpenStreetMap is. It's like Google Maps, Apple Maps, whatever. You go to OpenStreetMap.org. It's a web interface or an app of a map. But there's a big edit button in the top corner. You press edit, and it's like Wikipedia. Everyone contributes to this thing, right? I have fun drawing sidewalks and writing polygons and naming parks and stuff when I want something therapeutic to do on there. But it's tedious, and there's a bunch of missing buildings in our town that we live in. There's missing sidewalks and stuff, and it feels silly to very slowly draw them over time. I want a piece of hardware that's kind of like the Google Maps backpacks and street view cars that goes around and detects nearby parks, nearby sidewalks. It looks at what's around it and does some object recognition and just gives me a database at the end of my hour walk or drive, put it on the dash and says, uh, we think that we saw this road over here, that sidewalk over there. There was a building over here. Would you like to add that to the map? What's it called? Is this corner correct? Yes, it is. Great. I saw a door over here. That wasn't marked on the map yet. Do you want to add it? Okay. I mean, the hardware is just like a 360 camera on a tripod, right? Exactly. And you're just walking around recording something, right? And a computer. Yeah. Wear it as a backpack. Put it on the front of your bike or something. And Put it I'd... on your car roof? Sure. Oh, wow. Or on the hood or something. That's what Google and Apple and Amazon all do. I don't know if you've seen Amazon vans. They all have these wacky cameras on the top. They're making mapping data better. Uh, I wish that we could commoditize that and give it to the people instead of letting these companies, you know, keep it to themselves. But this is an open source way that lets the public do it for themselves. Sure. It reminds me a little bit of your crypto hotspot thing the laura radio oh, helium helium it's like the helium network where you have a bunch of different little receiver guys and they're all looking at what's around them and contributing to a public good i have a great spin-off of where this started that is what i thought you were saying Wonderful. initially please what if it was like an accessibility twist so making sure people could like access a park or like could properly get down the street not knowing if there was messed up sidewalk steps whatever spin-off spin-off I went through a rollerblading phase during COVID 
And I was like, I would love to rollerblade outside. And so the only, I explored and the only real option was like a basketball court because our sidewalks were so bumpy. So I wonder if it could recognize like smooth enough paths to identify where you can roller skate or rollerblade without killing yourself. OpenStreetMap has tags yes. for what kind of surface is this? Is there an incline? 10 degree, 20 degree, what? all that stuff. There's a natural <laughs> home for the data, but a lot of it's missing right now. So people like you could go in there and say, yes, this is a ramp and that is stairs and this is that. Uh, the reason that I've been playing with OpenStreetMap recently is at the place that I work, we are supporting an incoming person who is fully blind. and We edited OpenStreetMap data pulled the data and turned it into a 3D printable map of our campus so that this Whoa. person would know Damn. where all the buildings were. And it was exactly that accessibility thing. We've marked all the entrances, made sure the sidewalks were all right, and then made an STL. And I have my like printed map. And now the student can say, oh, Lubbers Hall is over near whatever hall. Okay, got it. Yay. That is it. it's so, so cool. cool. Yeah, it's a really fun project. Yay for accessibility. But I had to go through and edit all the sidewalks and missing entrances yeah. and stuff manually, right? And it's nice. It's therapeutic. It's something that I kind of get sucked into, but it's tedious and seems like it should be automatable or at least partly automatable, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I see the Amazon truck collecting data on top. Yep. Like, why is <laughs> Hogging that it all not? to itself. I want one of those, please. Yes, thank Dude, you. Let's go back to this roller skating thing, though, because I think people need to know... <laughs> Where to roller skate, but also like long people that long. I don't longboard, but people that longboard. Yeah, because it's not like whether or not it's a sidewalk. Like the surface has got to be just right. And it's like maybe we encourage people because like always Google Maps is always out of date, right? They only let their trucks go through every once in a while. So now you incentivize people. You throw this on Pokemon goers. All right. And now they're walking around Pokemon going and making some pokey coin, you know, with the uh <laughs> it's funny you say that oh pokemon God. go pulls its map from open street map well there we go <laughs> when you add oh. a building in open street map it go. shows up in the game yeah you see and now open you just need the data to go back they're pulling from open street map but pokemoners need to be able to mark whatever you need to gamify it better you yeah see, you get you sell um pokemon hats with 360 cameras on it <laughs> and now you got people just walking around collecting you know and then right so you have open street map or whatever pokey go selling the rollerblade map selling the longboard map selling like the latest and greatest street views i mean why not like why is it so hard let's just do that uh who's gonna pay for rollerblade maps though <laughs> i think that's <laughs> i would i was deep in it <laughs> does open street map whatever it's called do they have an idea of where things may be inaccurate or would it be more of I'm sending a request to fix something that is inaccurate because hmm. I was thinking if it was the former it could be a ping of like wherever geolocation you're close to this hey is this accurate kind of like when you leave somewhere and Google's like you're popular how was blah 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 leave a review because um, I could see Ooh. it working well that way versus having that's how you make money totally you can you could maybe people could ask for an updated map ahead of time and pay, hey, somebody go out there for five bucks, walk around with a 360 camera, please, for whatever reason, I have a need for it, whether it's Pokemon Go, whether mm-hmm. it's accessibility, whether it's somebody else. Bounties, baby, bets. Okay, that's a throwback. <laughs> that's great. Okay. Did you ever get like... <laughs> Uh, did you ever get like pinged whenever you arrived at your destination f- from Google back in the day 
to take a picture of this restaurant? No. Like I would get, yeah, all the time whenever I arrived at my destination, mm-hmm. they'd be like, can you take answer some questions and take a picture of the outside of this place? And I'm like, okay, huh. sure. I mean, that's, I don't know whatever happened to that. But What's that? I, I Maybe you guys hadn't had that happen to you. Maybe Google's just in love with me. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Like if they need clarification, they could just mm-hmm. request it. Whoever was actually in that area. Leo, I wonder if you could go the nonprofit route and make it like, hey, we're going to sell hardware or this idea to municipalities to be like, we are going to get every sidewalk, every street, everything in your town on the map and searchable so you can have better businesses or better business to your local businesses. And then you go reach out to the community and be like, look, we need prizes to incentivize people to do this. Would you donate a free meal, a golf lesson, uh, I don't know, whatever, sure. a free massage downtown or something in order to incentivize people as a contest to who can get the most points in this map collecting? Yeah, absolutely. Crowdsource it. That's how it is now. It's just there's no incentives, incentivization mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah. 501c3. <laughs> Dude, that's like a big deal. People take this very seriously. There's a conference every year. There's like a whole wiki on the rules for how to tag something as grass versus a park <laughs> versus a grassland versus a whatever, you know, like it's very intense. Whoa. That's awesome. <laughs> that is really cool. So is it free for everybody? Like, yeah, it's just yeah. Openstreetmap.org. I, I encourage everyone on the podcast to make one edit. It's so cool. Everybody listening, sponsor us. That's right. Not just for accessibility stuff, but it's just a nice resource that a bunch of like Tesla's for a while pulled from it. Like I said, Pokemon Go. A bunch of projects just use this as a base layer of data because it's got most things that you'd need. Right. The bummer is when people take the data and they add their own secret sauce to it and they don't like contribute back up to the main project. You know, but. But it's out there. I don't know if real-time object recognition has gotten to the point where you can just like point a camera at a street and it'll tell you where it is and how long it is and what it's made of and stuff. But that's my dream. Maybe another we'll get five the data years. now and they can figure it out later. All right. It's like freezing yourself. <laughs> we'll figure it out. BRB. Probably in the future someday. <laughs> This is a physical product, and if anyone is familiar with happy lamps, happy lights, um, yeah, yes, yeah. totally. Has anyone had one? Yes. Or one? Okay, cool, Russell. So I didn't know this. I got one because I was sad in the wintertime, and I was like trying to embed this as a part of my routine and get less sad and used it briefly on and on, but was super turned off by it because for there to be benefits, it's recommended to sit six inches away from this bright, bright light, um, as well as using it for like 15 to 20 minutes a day, which is hard, especially if you're already sad or depressed um, or just going, just, you know, or just generally speaking, it's hard to do anything for 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> so my thought is this actually does work when you use it well, um, which I have done before, like gotten to a good habit of using it. But I think there could be a much easier way to like use it more passively and to not feel like you're just sitting in front of a really bright light for no reason. So I think that could be as simple as um, like a vanity mirror or light to do your makeup because that's something you're already taking a lot of time to do hair, makeup, brush your teeth, whatever in the morning. Yeah. Um, Not only, 
not even if you're using it for 20 minutes straight, but if, if that's your literal vanity bathroom light around your mirror, or what have you, boom, you're doing it multiple times a day. It's natural. Um, or workplace addition, ring lights, or any support, sort of supportive lights around um, Zoom calls, stuff like that. Turn where you, the happy lights. Yeah. You got you got to be sitting there with lights or camera, um, just embedding that as a part of your, your daily workflow. Love it. Genius. So I'd love to think of other physical ways that could be embedded into things that I'm already, already sitting down for. I have hue lights in my office that change color temperature from like bluish in the morning to orangish in the evening. It seems like the kind of thing that you could just build into a regular light bulb and let it kind of be optional, you know, like you press a switch on your smart home, whatever, or you turn the light on and off twice and it switches from happy light mode to normal mode. You could have every bulb in your house be a happy light for an hour, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Why not? Is there I a don't... reason that shouldn't be the yeah, case? Yeah, is there prolonged exposure problems? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if happy lights actually are just blue versus red and like are centric to, more uh, to like it, being think. able to sleep well and having the rhythms. I think that it's a separate thing, so I'd have to research that. But in general... Yeah, that would be dope to just offer it in the form of a light bulb into like your your workspace. I used uh, not like a happy. I had an alarm clock, right? Because I couldn't. It was the physical. Like I can wake up in the summer really well at six a.m., seven a.m. because there's sun coming through the window, right? And I think in the winter time it's mm-hmm. like killer. So I bought this dumb little box mm-hmm. thing, and it would slowly creep up to a color oh, yeah. and then wake you up in a more natural way. I have right. Too. Right. So I'm guessing that's, that was, but it didn't really hit the spot. I think that's what you're saying. Right. And so then I bought a happy you light. You did the, the wake up light to a happy That's light. right. I bought a happy light. So it's like a little box. It's an led and I would literally put it on top of my face and lay down on my couch for 10 minutes. Still, it's like not the same as, when eight or nine o'clock in the wintertime rolls around and I can look at the dim gray clouds for five minutes, I'm like, I feel something, right? I think it's a circadian rhythm thing <laughs> or like there is something literally in your brain that changes based. I remember reading this like uh, based on UV light, like melato- something changes. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's why. And so, man, I totally think this needs to happen <laughs> so i'm trying, like hyping up the uh idea a bit because it's like it i need this i take vitamin d i take whatever i know i, I need it too. i take whatever i can to like someone make i leave this. i i now i leave and fe- I, I left on fe- in february this year to escape the gloom so the midwest the winter yeah happy lights don't literally have uv though do they that's not like a tanning bed no. I just looked it up. They do not have UV. So then what makes it different than like a blue light? Why is it? Maybe I know what you're talking about. I just don't know how they work. Why is there no UV? Isn't that the Good question? Isn't that like the key ingredient in like sunlight? <laughs> the, the mixture? I think it would be bad to yeah. sit six inches away from that though. <laughs> it's a tan. <laughs> so whatever they're, yeah. like whatever they're replicating it with, it seems like that could just be like an LED strip or something that you could just put around your monitor or whatever, or yeah, like what is the actual light bulb? I've never taken the time to research what yeah. that is. Okay, I what just is... looked it up. It is oh, hit typically it, emits 10,000 lux. That's a lot. Which is 
Yeah, 10 times brighter than a normal <laughs> LED light. Uh, different oh, spectrum of color temperature. Um, specifically designed to filter out UV rays. Good. Okay. So it's just yeah, really, really bright here. and a little bit yeah. different blue. It's just a bright, special color light. So if that's the case, do you Good. need this in your face? Could <laughs> I make like... That's what the instruction like, said. Where are you putting this light? Yeah, but would it still work if I just made a sweater or a shirt, an undershirt or something with all LEDs pointed right at my skin <laughs> that turned on for like <laughs> 20 minutes a day? That was quite a departure, but I'm here for it. it. Uh, and it's a reversible I, I jacket so could. that everyone around you can be happy too. <laughs> it's like inverse. A happy fire. blanket. Yeah. Oh, that, then it wakes you up in the morning too. Happy tuck blanket. You in. Hell yeah. Heaven yep, forbid done. you're under the blankets it. when it flips on. The Snuggie for joy. <laughs> <laughs> a joy Snuggie. You wake up and there's Christmas lights all around you. It's just. You're just kind of glowing underneath. <laughs> well, okay. Here's another light technology I don't know a lot about, but I've heard of. It's like this red light therapy that supposedly is like anti-aging and good for your skin and shit. And like a Kardashian type audience is very invested in this new technology, but it's like a wearable Fantastic. Iron this... Man looking mask. Oh, <laughs> it's always about the face. Perhaps. I was going to say, we could just change the frequency of the Snuggie. Have it shown two different types of LEDs. You get both for the price of one. So if I choose blue light, it yeah. makes me happy, but red light makes me beautiful, and I have to pick. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> Put both lights in. Can't be both. Put both. Can't be both. Both at the same time. So is there a difference? Okay. Is there a difference between this happy light and... Did you guys ever see this video of like children standing around a light in like Norway or in Greenland? Where every day at school, they put on swimsuits with like UV goggles and stand around a a purple light because there's no sun for like... Because they don't get sun. It's like literally oh, no, like a gym activity where they stand around a light. <laughs> a UV light. <laughs> That's so well, it's apocalyptic. I mean... All right, kids, it's time to stare at the orb. They love it. I... <laughs> use that like, though let's take that and bring it to america okay you stand <laughs> bring it to the midwest the midwest yeah I mean, please what what do they have that we i mean let's bring it home i don't know anything about this light but i think that's what we got to do okay so you know so you know how you want to put it in your everyday life right incorporate this special uv light the commutes Boom. Ooh. Replace every car light <laughs> with natural sunlight. I was on board. For- <laughs> <laughs> Only replace the every high car on ball. the road had the sun. <laughs> Just you're driving, you're getting the UV lights. You know how people love you? getting headlights in their face. Are you saying an interior car light? Because that could almost make sense to me. If you're talking about headlights, yes. I'm a, lo- a little lost. Okay. <laughs> interior dome sorry. lights. What did I say? Headliners? What are those things that... You just said lights. <laughs> okay, Break yes. Lights Interior only. lights. Okay. <laughs> it's the red. <laughs> Break lights. No, that's for beauty. <laughs> Let's tell Musk, throw it on your taillights. Changes the world. He makes everybody happier. You'd I like that. the idea that it's your reverse lights, the white ones. You throw it in reverse and the power of the sun just <laughs> blasting out the back of your car. 
No, I think I think Why the commute so is where I need the most joy. So I need if Fair. I mean not that I have one, but uh, your idea was having it around the the mirror, your beauty station. I mean, how is that that different than around your windshield? Right, you could have it all around there, pointed at you. It doesn't have to be ten. Especially if we could make these like the LED strips that are so popular. Yeah. I was initially thinking like just a vanity light, but yeah, the more applications, the better. And if it's just a piece of tape, it's oh, a good idea. Just an LED strip. I'll put around my monitor right here. Mm-hmm. And you look good in your Zoom calls. Let them decide. Let them decide. If you just, okay, if you just brand it in the right like wellness space, white people will buy that. Boom. Like right now it's cold plunging. It's going to be a UV pole soon. Saunas. You know? A UV You just got to get Huberman on this. <laughs> Then we're good. A little Joe Rogue, <laughs> you know? Done. <laughs> Maybe. Wim Hof. Oh, yeah. We're coming for you, Joe. <laughs> Podcast empire. Any day I'm now. On, <laughs> I'm going on record to say I'm not. <laughs> Joe's coming on this podcast. No, you, He's Joseph. got some ideas, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure he does. That's you, Joe. Feel free to yeah. write us, Joe. <laughs> We know you're a listener. We know you're listening. Thank you, Joe, for listening. And thank you, everyone else, for listening as well. We hope you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> well, thank you, Caroline, for joining us tonight. Anytime. I've, I've got lots more. Tag me in. Our website is spitball.show. We'd love to hear from you, especially you, Joe. Email us feedback, comments, ideas, <laughs> at podcast at spitball.show. Follow us on social media. We're at the Spitball Show on X. Ugh. And follow podcast at Spitball.show on the Fediverse, such as Mastodon. Our subreddit is r slash spitballshow. Our intro-outro music is Swingers by Bonkers Beat Club. Please, if you wouldn't mind, you're listening on a podcast app, would you fire up that app and just, if there's a button to press or rate or follow or add or subscribe, we would love to have it. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you wouldn't mind. That is the best way for people to find the show. New episode is out next month. We will see you then. Hey Alexa, subscribe to Spitball. Can you say that again in 6 gigahertz, Scott?